One of the other biggest myths about millennials is that people believe that they that they slash we are financially illiterate and might not uh, might not be able to retire or will have to retire when social security may not be a thing anymore. All right, you know what time it is? It's time to bust some millennial myths. And yep, that's right, you guessed it. I am a millennial as well. So this uh, not only hits hits home, hits close to home for me, but it's just something that it just doesn't seem to die. There's so many myths out there about millennials that just seem to get propped up year after year, even though there's so much data that shows that millennials are not the lazy, entitled sit at home all day people that the media and occasionally people like Simon Sinek seem to think we are. Um, and I got really nothing against Simon Sinek just to put that out there. Um, I think the dude is great. He does good work. He brings up interesting points and I've, I've read his work. He, he makes, he makes really good stuff. Um, but I think he, along with other people just, just get this wrong about millennials. Uh, there seems to be this pervasive cultural idea that millennials just sit at home all day on social media they don't get good jobs they're they're overly concerned with the environment or they you know they're they're bad at holding jobs they don't they don't want to work they don't want to do career stuff they just want to you know be professional backpackers or whatever you want to make up at the time right but it just doesn't the data doesn't bear that out i'm looking at an article now on medium written by a guy named Richie Norton. So Richie, if you're listening to this, you did a you did a great job. Really, uh, really encouraged by this work, and yeah, I mean, let's just go ahead and dive right into it. So there's there's kind of a dispute as to when millennials were born and and when that generation essentially ended. Some people say it was as early as 1980, uh, or I should say 1977. Somewhere around there. It's close enough, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so most people say millennials were s- starting to be born around 1977 to 1982-ish. And generally, people extend it to the early to mid-90s. So anywhere from, anywhere from 1992 to 1996, maybe even 1997. But essentially, the idea is that millennials are you know, addicted to social media, they they don't know how to interview, they don't have life skills, they don't know how to cook, they can't afford apartments, things like that. It's just lazy, entitled, selfish, going nowhere type life, right? That's that's the idea behind that millennials are just not doing anything valuable with their life. Well, as it turns out, that is very false. So not only has uh, a lot of people point to the fact that millennials were the first generation to have widespread exposure to things like cell phones and social media. And that's certainly true of of social media. A lot of people say that millennials were like the first, we were the first internet generation. And that is, that is definitely true because the internet went public in 1992 or 1993. So I definitely remember being a kid and still dealing with dial up 
anyone who's a certain age or younger, you'll have no idea what it's like to deal with dial-up where you had to you had to essentially log on to the internet before you could log on to any other site. And now you can just pop open your smartphone, open an app, and boom, you're there. You don't have to wait for anything. So one of the first myths to bust is that millennials don't make as much money. They're not as fiscally responsible. It actually turns out, according to Pew Research, in 2013 that millennials uh, for the next year generally are making about the same amount of money as as other people did uh, as other generations did like like boomers and and gen xers about about sixty thousand dollars give or take maybe one or two thousand so yeah i mean generally speaking that's that's age 18 to 33 i personally was not always making that much money. You got to work your way up, but most people do. Most people, a job that they're working now, they might not be working in five years, or they might be working at the same company, but they've moved up in position and their pay has been commensurated as well. Another myth is that millennials are just very, very unsatisfied with careers, work, and jobs in general. And it actually turns out that millennials are if anything, more satisfied than Gen X and boomers even were with career development opportunities, pay and benefits, plans to grow their career. I think a lot of this is because millennials were one of, if not the first generation to be told, you can you can essentially do anything that you want. You, you know, the sky's the limit. And so I, I think the reason that we're seeing this is because millennials know that if they want to get something, you have to go out in there. And you have to go out there and get it. You're not just going to get something just because you want it. You have to actually make it happen. Another myth that's very much tied in with that is that millennials uh, have low levels of job loyalty, and that is actually not true as well. It's very interesting for me to discover this because I have moved moved around a lot in in my job search and, and my kind of corporate world career before I started podcasting more and, and writing and, and blogging and stuff like that. But according to the White House 15 Economic Facts About Millennials, and this is a direct quote, contrary to popular perceptions, millennials actually stay with their employers longer than Generation X workers did at the same ages, which is really interesting. Um, I think part of this, an, an end quote, by the way, after at the same ages, I think this is interesting because, I mean, I've definitely seen this too, but a, a lot of millennials, you know, I think they understand the importance of developing a career and you have to have some type of skill that can translate to the marketplace. It's, uh, it's not quite as clear cut as, as people thought, I guess. <laughs> uh <laughs> That was probably the cheesiest laugh I could ever put in. I don't know if I'll ever do that again. But yeah, the point is millennials are actually hard workers and they're people who commit to being the type of person that can drive results. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it really comes down to the fact that people think that millennials have bad work ethic and they, you know, this is myth number five 
from from Richie's article and it's it's just it's fascinating to me that people think oh millennials are just going to quit in less than a year it's like no not really i mean once you get to a certain point in your life you have to acknowledge that in order to grow some type of career or some type of skill that you want to translate back out into your career you have to develop that you have to be a part of a team you have to report to your boss you have to create deliverables you have to send emails on time there's a lot of things you have to do that go into developing a a personal career growth trajectory if if that's a mouthful i've that's that's certainly a mouthful if i've ever heard of one <laughs> but yeah it it uh it's astonishing that that people think that millennials don't know how to work because if anything millennials are one of, one of the main they're one of the main generations now that that is going to be stepping into not only the corporate world but just the the economy at large gen z and any generations below that they're still largely in school to, you know in the very earliest stages of their career and yeah i mean companies get passed off to people at some point and so millennials see this and if you strike the right balance between you're growing your experience and you're you're working then that that is really where career opportunities tend to spring up another another common myth here is that millennials uh, people think millennials aren't prepared to handle the challenges faced in life and essentially need someone to babysit them throughout their job. That could not be further from the truth. Uh, as Richie's article says, and, and as some of the sources he's citing also say, if anything, millennials are about as equipped as any, any generation to be thriving and succeeding in their roles. Because again, millennials were one of the first to become very adept with technology. It's, it's practically built into everything that we do again going going further millennials are not lazy as another myth trots out here competition in the workplace and also just competition with yourself is something really the latter of the two is the more important of the two that is something that should really wake you up every single day saying, I'm excited to go to work or I'm excited to work on XYZ, whatever it is. Millennials, and I, I honestly anticipate Gen Z being uh, potentially even more of this, is that the more you are waking up and saying, I have an opportunity and I have to go out and get it, that is a very entrepreneurial spirit. That is something that really wakes you up. If anything, Gen Xers are the ones who are who may have been stuck in, in the same, same roles. Um, and you know, Gen Y, Gen, you know, millennials, they are obviously, it, it depends on who you're looking at to see, is this, you know, is this person going from job to job? Are they struggling with company loyalty? But then again, the loyalty contract has, has changed. That's, that's not really a societal thing anymore. If anything, it was boomers and earlier where you would you would get into one position, and you'd work it for 20 to 30, maybe 40 years, then you'd get your retirement payment and you'd sit back in Florida or wherever you retired and then, you know, enjoy your life there. But, you know, lo loyalty in and of itself, that that whole concept has changed. And so if anything, it's it's more that 
Gen Xers were kind of stuck between this zone of not not quite as technologically proficient as the average millennial per se, but also not quite as diehard loyalistic as as boomers were or or maybe still be maybe some still are in in some sense. Certainly can be reflected in in other areas of life too, but the the point I'm getting at is millennials understand that not only is is the workplace not your parent, but you have to work hard. You have to be consistent. You can't you can't jump just immediately from one job to another, from one month to another, and expect to see results. You're going to have to grow a skill set. You're going to have to grow a portfolio and, and a legitimate career. And so, again, going back to the, the competition thing, waking yourself up in the morning and saying, I'm excited to do whatever I'm setting my mind out to do. Gen Y and Gen Z, if anything, there's another there's another breed of entrepreneurs coming. You know, Gen Z is is in particular very entrepreneurial, according to a lot of studies I've seen, because they're they're growing up in in the Internet of Things. They're growing up where you know you can create a Shopify store in minutes, and if you know how to monetize it and run ads and sell the right products and develop some amazing content, you can have an incredible store on your hands just just like that. And you didn't need to open a storefront or raise a ton of capital. You just had to have the know-how and the desire to do it and the consistency to do it. And so millennials largely reflect that as well. Millennials are also not this type of rebellious, super entitled group of people. It's, you know, millennials are understanding that in order to grow your life, you have to be a team player. You have to be someone who contributes not only to the greater good, but you have to be someone who's consistent on a team level and on a one-to-one level. So particularly with bosses and employees, it says, this is a, this is a poll from The Economist, and I quote, in a poll of 5,000 workers, this, this survey found that 41% of millennials agreed that em- employees should do what their manager tells them, even when they can't see the reason for it. Compared with 30% of baby boomers and 30% of Gen Xers, end quote. And again, you know, you shouldn't do something illegal. You shouldn't do something that's going to be bad news for for yourself or anyone else. But there's a reason that bosses and managers have a greater say because they've they've earned that position. They've been put in that position of healthy authority to guide their team in a certain way. I've I've certainly been in a position many times before where I was like, I don't necessarily agree with this or or I can't quite see why this is being recommended to me. But that doesn't mean that I'm correct about that. Nine times out of 10, a manager is going to have more experience, more industry familiarity and stuff like that. You got to be willing to learn from someone who knows more than you. Otherwise, you're, you're never going to grow and be able to teach others yourself. One of the other biggest myths about millennials is that people believe that they that they slash we are financially illiterate and might not uh, might not be able to retire or will have to retire when Social Security may not be a thing. And that that in and of itself, Social Security's unavailability that that would certainly make an amazing future episode for BHDM. So I think I will I will do that regardless. But yeah, millennials absolutely understand that. 
I mean, money money is just essential for your life to operate, right? You you can't you can't run your life without a certain amount of financial stability. And so, millennials may have been slower to start than other generations, like baby boomers who have sa- who had saved a certain amount of money for retirement. But millennials, again, this goes back to the technologically advantaged position. There are tons of apps now that you can set up at a moment's notice that will help you save money for retirement. It'll help you budget. And so millennials are able to interface with these options that give them unprecedented convenience and just the informational ability to assess their budget at a moment's notice that quite frankly baby baby boomers and maybe even gen xers weren't capable of because when you can download an app and connect it to your bank and within a week it sees your spending habits and it starts making recommendations hey maybe you should cut this out maybe you should save that or i can save this this amount of money for you every single week to go towards your goals that's that's your savings right there and then at that point it's just it's just a matter of spending, uh, making more than you spend and saving properly and and understanding the financial tools and investment tools that can get you to the point that you need to be. So it's really not as, again, it's not as clear cut. It's not as black and white as people think. And that is one of my favorite reasons that I do this show. And I try to break things down in a way that shows people, hey, it's, it's not quite what you thought it was. This this cultural piece of furniture is is not what you thought it was, or at the very least, here's another perspective on it. And oftentimes, it's just we have to look at the data and we have to look at the facts rather than just listening to a story that people peddle to us. And we like the story because we like the person, or we like you know who the person works for, or whatever. But quite honestly, millennials are poised in a fantastic zone where. They will be some of the next corporate leaders of America and just beyond America as well, globally too. But yeah, millennials have a great advantage in this in the fact that they were one of the first generations to grow up with the internet and social media and a lot of these newer forms of technology that, quite frankly, humans are still wrapping our minds around and taking full advantage of. And also the understanding that you can go out there and get it. You really can. Today's world has so much more opportunity than than any other world has ever had. And so it really is however far you want to take it. If you are not taking it to the place that you want it to be, that is up to you and you alone. And that's about as libertarian as it gets. And with that, we will close out today's episode. I'm Brad Johnson and your host of Bigger Hearts, Deeper Minds. To join our email list and receive subscriber goodies, merch discounts, behind the scenes, sneak previews, and exclusive content, please send a blank email to bhdm at bcast.email and you'll be signed up for our email list automatically. Again, that is bhdm at bcast.email. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the show, and I look forward to seeing you listen to another episode.